Thomas and Friends Storytime. Happy Holidays. Festive Tales starring Thomas, Sir Topham Hatt and Cranky the Crane. Based on the Railway Series by the Reverend W. Audrey. Created by Britt Allcroft. Read by Mark Morahan and Friends. This episode is brought to you by Milkshake. Watch Thomas and Friends every morning on Milkshake and also stream the series on My5 for more exciting adventures. And now it's story time. Today's story is about Thomas the Tank Engine and how he and the Fat Controller helped out at the Christmas fair. The Fat Controller enjoys dressing up as Santa Claus. He puts on a red suit and a red hat with white fur lining. He also wears a big bushy white beard and makes a sound like this. Ho, ho, ho! So now you've met the heroes of our story, let's begin our journey. All aboard for a big adventure. Santa's Little Engine. It was Christmas time on the island of Sodor and everyone was getting ready for the holidays. Up at Olstead Castle, Thomas, Annie and Clarabelle were bringing visitors to the Christmas fair. And no one was more excited than Sir Robert, the Earl of Sodor. Hello, Thomas! The Earl was planning the best Christmas fair ever. Welcome, everybody. Please make your way through to the exhibition centre. Mind your step now. Just then, the Fat Controller arrived, driving Winston, a small red railway maintenance vehicle. Hello, Sir Topham. Glad you could make it. Glad to help out, Sir Robert. What do you want me to do? Well... I was hoping that you could dress up as Santa Claus for the last day of the fair. Uh, yes, of course. I filled in for the real Santa Claus before. Ho, ho, ho! (laughs) (laughs) Super! And I'm planning to get you an old-fashioned sleigh. The fat controller was a little shocked. Uh, A sleigh? But... uh... I've never driven a sleigh before. Why can't I just arrive in Winston? I'm very good at driving him. Aren't I, Winston? Yes, sir. Of course you are, sir, said Winston, a little unsure. Driving a sleigh isn't difficult, honestly. There's nothing to worry about. Goodbye, Sir Topham. The fat controller was still worried. So he took Winston to the steamworks to see if they could make him look like Santa's sleigh. The fat controller watched as Victor the steamworks engine and the workmen got to work. They curled pipes to look like the sleigh runners and they cut big panels to look like the sides of the sleigh. Kevin the mobile crane was helping too, bringing the finished panels so they could be painted red before being stuck on Winston's sides. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Kevin. Winston looks wonderful. But Victor and Kevin were not so sure. And neither was Winston. Back at the castle, Thomas had just dropped off another load of passengers. 
when he looked up to see the fat controller arriving in Winston, looking rather strange. Thomas was surprised. So were Annie and Clarabel. Oh, my! Is that really Winston? <laughs> As the fat controller went to look for the Earl, Thomas pulled up to speak to Winston. What have they done to you? The fat controller wants me to be his sleigh, but I feel silly. You look a little silly too. Just then, the fat controller came back with the Earl. Wait until you see him, Sir Robert. They've done a splendid job. But the Earl took one look at Winston and he burst out laughing. Oh, oh, oh. oh Sir Topham, this will never do. No one would believe that's the real Santa's sleigh. But I... Uh... No, my mind is made up. I'm getting you a proper sleigh. And so Thomas was sent to the docks to collect the sleigh for the fat controller to ride in. Cranky the Crane lifted an old-fashioned looking red sleigh and placed it onto Thomas's flatbed. And Thomas puffed cheerily through the snow, up the slope back to Ulfstead Castle, where the Earl was waiting. Ah, Thomas, am I glad to see you. We must unload the sleigh and get everything ready. The children are waiting. It's nearly time for Santa Claus to arrive. Where is Santa Claus? Just at that moment, the fat controller arrived, dressed as Santa. Ho, ho, ho! Ho, ho! Oh! The fat controller looked surprised and nervous when he saw the real sleigh. What do you think, Sir Topham? Isn't this just the most beautiful sleigh you've ever seen? I uh, suppose so, but... Uh... Uh, perhaps it would be safer if I just walked in to greet the children. Don't worry, sir. I'm sure you'll be fine. Called Thomas as the Earl helps Sir Topham climb up into the sled. Thomas is right. You make yourself comfortable and I'll collect the reindeer. Reindeer? You never said anything about reindeer. Thomas, you should probably back out of the way now. Right you are, sir. Thomas started to back up But the sleigh had been left across the rails behind him Stop! Look out! Thomas tried to stop But his wheels slipped on the icy rails Oh! Then there was trouble Thomas bumped into the sleigh And the sleigh started to slide down the hill with the fat controller still sitting inside. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! No, 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 Cinder's no. gnashes! Thomas raced away, trying to catch up with the fat controller as the sleigh slid faster and faster down the icy slope. Hold on, sir! I'm coming to help you! Stop, stop, stop! How do you stop this thing? The fat controller couldn't control the sleigh. It was stuck on the railway tracks and pulled off at a junction onto an old disused line. Oh, no! 
Thomas followed the sleigh down the old overgrown tracks. Low-hanging tree branches wrapped themselves around Thomas's funnel, but he pushed on. Back up at the castle, the Earl and his engine Stephen were trying to see where the fat controller had gone. Sir Topham, are you all right? But when there was no response, they feared the worst. Oh no! Until they heard a very familiar whistle. Thomas! And there was Thomas, slowly climbing back up the slippery hill, pulling the big sleigh behind him. Thomas had caught some branches on his funnel. They made him look like a reindeer. <laughs> Thomas finally arrived back at the castle where he delivered a very upset fat controller. I told you I didn't know how to drive a sleigh, Sir Robert. <laughs> Good thing you had Thomas to be your reindeer then. Yeah, actually, there is just one thing that would make Thomas look even better. The Earl put his hand in his pocket and pulled out a red Christmas decoration and popped it right onto Thomas's nose. Oh, it's Thomas, the red-nosed engine! <laughs> <laughs> Off you go, Thomas. The children are waiting. And so Thomas, the red-nosed engine, pulled Sodor Santa Claus on his sleigh into the castle to greet all the children. The real Santa Claus would be proud of us, Thomas. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> Yay! Merry Christmas! The end. This episode is brought to you by Day Out with Thomas Events. Parents, get ready for a day of adventure. Day Out with Thomas is heading to a station near you. Jump on board for a train ride with Thomas, meet Sir Topham Hatt, enjoy live entertainment and so much more. Visit dayoutwiththomas.co.uk for tickets. This is a story about Percy, the small green tank engine with a whistle... That sounds like this. And Harold, the search and rescue helicopter, who has rotor blades which sound like this. So now you've met the heroes of our story, let's begin our journey. All aboard for a big adventure. Letters to Santa. It was a bright December morning just before Christmas. A layer of snow had covered the island of Sodor in a sparkling white blanket. The children were very excited. They had all been busy writing letters to Santa. And today was the last day for the children to post their letters to the North Pole in time for Christmas. It was Percy's job to collect the letters from Sodor and take them to Vickerstown. But it was a difficult job for Percy with so much snow on the line. Have to hurry. 
mail coming through! Even with his snowplow, Percy was struggling to clear the tracks. <laughs> Harold was out on patrol when he saw Percy. Harold hovered overhead. Hello, Percy! Are you okay? Harold asked. Yes, of course, Harold. Perhaps you'd like me to take the letters to Vickerstown. Snow on the rails is no problem for me. Percy thought Harold was making fun of him, because Harold could easily fly over the snow. Thank you, but it's my job to deliver the mail. <laughs> Suit yourself. I'll continue patrolling the island. So Harold flew on his way. And Percy struggled on. Why does that whirly bird think he's so much better than everyone else? A little while later, Harold was landing next to Dryor Station as Percy arrived. The station workers began loading Percy's trucks with the sacks full of the children's letters. Thomas arrived. He could see that Percy looked worried. Hello, Percy. What's the matter? The snow is making me slow, Thomas. And today is the last chance to get the letters to Santa. Percy explained. I have to take the letters to Vickerstown, and then Hero has to get them to the mainland, and then they still have to go all the way to the North Pole. Goodness, that is a long way. I know. I'd better hurry. But as Percy puffed out of the station... He didn't realise that he'd left a sack of letters behind. A workman ran along the platform. Percy, hold on! There's still another sack of letters! But Percy had gone. Harold saw what had happened. I can help! Harold collected the sack of letters and chased after Percy. Percy! Percy! Stop! Harold shouted... But Percy didn't stop. Sorry, Harold, but I'm in a hurry. Percy, please listen. Percy had no idea Harold was trying to help him. He thought Harold was making fun of him again. I'll show him. I'm not slow and I don't need any help. Percy, please. Then there was trouble. Up ahead, a huge pile of snow had fallen onto the tracks. Look out! Percy braked as hard as he could. No! Percy slid along the icy rails and managed to stop just in time. The line was completely blocked. I don't believe it. Percy looked up at Harold. I suppose you think this is funny. Not at all. I was trying to tell you that you'd left a sack of mail behind at Dryall Station. I brought it for you. Now Percy understood why Harold had been chasing him. Oh, well, it doesn't make any difference now. I can't get through this snowdrift, so none of the letters will get to the North Pole. Christmas is ruined. But Harold had an idea. Uh, perhaps I could take them across the island to Vickerstown for you. Then the letters will still get to Santa on time. Oh, would you, Harold? That's very kind. Soon Harold was ready to take the children's letters to Vickerstown.
and pass them on to Hero. Thank you, Harold, said Percy. It's my pleasure. Lucky we helicopters can't get stuck in the snow, eh? And with that, Harold lifted into the sky and headed for Vickerstown. But now it was getting dark, and flying through the snow wasn't easy for Harold. Oh, this snow! I can barely see where I'm going! So Harold took a long time to reach Vickerstown, and Hero had already set off across the bridge to the mainland. shouted Harold as he flew after Hero. I can't stop, Harold. I'm already late. I waited for Percy to bring the mail, but he never came. Uh, But that's why I'm here. Percy got stuck in a snowdrift and I've got his mail for you. Hero stopped and the sacks of children's letters were loaded into Hero's mail trucks. It was very late when Percy finally arrived back at Tidmouth Sheds. What's wrong, Percy? Thomas asked. Did you manage to deliver the mail on time? No. I got stuck in a snowdrift and Harold had to take all my mail. Maybe Harold was just showing the Christmas spirit by helping you. Percy knew Thomas was right and he felt much happier as he settled down for the night. The next day, Percy heard some worrying news. Harold hadn't returned to the search and rescue centre. Percy left his trucks at the shunting yard and raced off to find out what had happened. All the snow had been cleared from the main line as Percy searched the island for Harold. Harold! Harold! But there was no sign of Harold on Sodor. So Percy bravely decided to cross Vickerstown Bridge. Finally, Percy found Harold on the mainland, sitting in a snow-covered field. Harold looked sad. Harold, are you okay? What are you doing here? Oh, hello, Percy. Ah... It's a bit embarrassing, actually. You did get all the children's letters to Hero, didn't you? Oh, yes. But I was so eager to catch him up that I didn't check I had enough fuel to get back to Sodor. Harold had run out of fuel. I might have to spend Christmas in this field. Then Percy had an idea. I won't let that happen, Harold. One good turn deserves another. Percy puffed away without saying another word. But he soon came back, pulling a Christmas surprise for Harold. A large tank of helicopter fuel. (gasps) Percy, you brought me my fuel. Oh, I don't know what to say. You helped me when I was stuck yesterday, so I'm now helping you. Smiled Percy. Oh, thank you, Percy. Percy and Harold realised that they were both really useful in their own ways. And together, they had made sure that 
all the children of Sodor got everything they asked for on Christmas Day. The end. This episode is brought to you by Argos. Parents, you can bring all your favourite stories to life with Thomas and Friends toys. Now available at Argos. Create exciting adventures, collect Thomas and all his friends, and explore the wonder of the island of Sodor. Find the Thomas and Friends toy range at Argos or online at argos.co.uk. This story is about Cranky the Crane. Cranky is a very tall green crane who works at Brendam Docks. He has a long crane arm with a hook at the end, which he uses to lift and load all kinds of cargo. When Cranky moves, he sounds like this. So let's begin our story. A Cranky Christmas. It was a bright and frosty winter morning just before Christmas. Snow covered the island of Sodor and the tracks and pathways sparkled and glistened with ice. Thomas was delivering salt to Tidmouth Town Square. The salt would be scattered on the ground to melt the ice away so that people didn't slip over. As Thomas pulled into the station, his wheels began to slide on the icy rails. Edward, the wise engine, was waiting on the other platform. Careful, Thomas! Bust my buffers! This ice is really slippery. I know, but that's what the sand in your sandbox is for. It helps you grip the rails. A workman began shoveling sand into a box attached to Thomas's buffer. Oh, I know, Edward. That's why I'm getting my sandbox filled up. <laughs> Sir Topham Hat came slipping and sliding along the platform, trying hard not to fall over on the ice. Ah, Thomas, thank you. Oh, thank you for delivering the salt. Uh, good. But I have another, even more important job for you. What is it, sir? There's a special delivery arriving at the docks. A Christmas crate with red straps that needs to be delivered here to the town hall. It's going to kick off our Christmas celebrations in style. Hurry, Thomas, and careful how you go, said Sir Topham Hat, as he nearly slipped over on the icy ground. (laughs) Meanwhile, at Brendam Docks, Cranky the Crane was busy unloading crates from a big ship. Lift and load, lift and load. I don't know. All this extra cargo at Christmas. Cranky lifted a crate with bright red straps from the ship. This was the special Christmas crate that Thomas was on his way to collect. Ah, what's this? But then there was trouble. Ah! A loud ship's horn startled Cranky and he dropped the crate. As the crate crashed to the ground... Something inside made a loud, clattering sound. (gasps) Oh, no! That doesn't sound right. I must have broken it. Cranky looked around. No one had seen him drop the crate. So while no one was watching, Cranky hid the broken crate behind some big wooden boxes. Then Thomas arrived at the docks. Morning, Cranky. I have an important delivery to pick up. Oh, uh, hello, Thomas. 
What is it? A Christmas crate with big red straps around it. Have you seen it? Uh, um, let me think. I've unloaded so many crates today, you see. Cranky was too scared to tell Thomas that he'd dropped the special Christmas crate and thought he'd broken it. Must be around here somewhere. Thomas looked at all the cargo piled high on the dockside, but he couldn't see the Christmas crate anywhere. Thomas was worried. Oh, cinders and ashes. Thomas headed back to Tidmouth to tell Sir Topham Hatt that he couldn't find the Christmas crate. The tracks along the way were icy, but Thomas sprinkled sand from his sandbox onto the rails so his wheels didn't slip. At Tidmouth Town Square, Sir Topham Hatt, the mayor and a crowd of people were waiting for Thomas. They all looked very pleased to see him. Here he is! I told you he'd be here soon. Here he is! Yay! Sir Topham Hatt looked at Thomas's empty flatbeds. But where's the crate I sent you to collect, Thomas? I looked for it everywhere, sir. But Cranky said no Christmas crate has arrived. Uh, oh. Now then, ah, where's this big Christmas surprise you've been promising us? Asked the mayor. Ah, uh, yes, well, Mr. Mayor, um... Uh, it seems there's been a, uh, a, a delay with that. <gasps> Thomas could see how disappointed everyone looked. Don't worry, sir. I'll find it. I'll search the docks from top to bottom if I have to. As Thomas puffed away, Edward called after him. Thomas, you haven't refilled your sandbox. But Thomas was in such a rush to get back to the docks. He didn't hear Edward. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you At a Merry Christmas. At the docks, Salty was happily singing Christmas songs as he shunted trucks. But Cranky wasn't very happy. He was still feeling bad about dropping the Christmas crate. Oh. Then Thomas arrived and began looking for the missing crate. Thomas searched and searched. Then Salty spotted something hidden behind some boxes. It was the Christmas crate with the red straps. Oh! Ahoy, matey! Is this the crate you're looking for? Well done, Salty. You found it. Yes. Well done, Salty. Oh. So Cranky loaded the crate onto Thomas's flatbed. And Thomas hurried back to Tidmouth as fast as he could. As Thomas arrived at Tidmouth Town Square, he tried to slow down. But his wheels began to slip on the icy tracks. Thomas tried to drop more sand under his wheels, but his sandbox was empty. Oh no! I forgot to fill my sandbox! Sir Topham Hatt and the mayor were waiting for Thomas to arrive with the Christmas crate. Ah, here comes Thomas now. Is he meant to be going that fast? I can't stop! I can't stop! Help! But Edward knew why Thomas wasn't slowing down. Oh no, he's out of sand! Edward quickly sprinkled sand on the track in front of Thomas. 
Break, Thomas! Break! As Thomas reached the part of the track covered with sand, his wheels gripped the rails and he stopped so suddenly the crate flew off Thomas's flatbed and landed on the platform with a crash. Oh no! It sounds like I've broken the Christmas surprise. Now poor Thomas thought he had broken the crate. Sir Topham Hatt lifted the lid and looked inside. Don't worry, Thomas. Nothing's broken. Look! <laughs> the crate was full of ice skates and everything that was needed to set up an ice skating rink in front of the town hall. Soon the new ice rink was built and everyone loved skating on it. Even Sir Topham Hatt. What do you think of my special Christmas surprise, Thomas? I like it, sir. Maybe ice can be fun after all. <laughs> that night at Brendam Docks, Thomas was telling Cranky and Salty all about his accident with the Christmas crate. So when the crate fell off my flatbed, I thought what was inside had broken. But it turned out it was just all the ice skates rattling about. <laughs> <laughs> Cranky was very pleased that nothing in the crate was broken. That's what I felt when I dropped it. <laughs> when you dropped it? Thomas realised that Cranky had dropped the Christmas crate too. Uh, yeah... Why do you think I kept hiding it? You were hiding it? Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Very sorry. But can't we just let it go? After all, it is Christmas. Thomas and Salty agreed. Nothing had been broken and everyone at Tidmouth could enjoy skating on the new ice rink. Ha ha ha! Cranky's right. Who fancies a sing-song? We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a cranky new year. <laughs> the end. Listen out for other adventures with Thomas and Friends Storytime. Parents, if you like what you heard, like, review and subscribe to our channel. Tell your friends too. Thomas & Friends is a registered trademark of Ghislaine Thomas Limited.